0: On this week's episode of the 365 Message Center Show, we help you plan for change, prevent or fix, and stay informed. We have the new breakout room functionality for Microsoft Teams. There's um, some new options for PowerPoint Live and the way that you present uh, a little over the top if you ask me, and you'll get the pun when we get there. Uh, And Quickly create uh, Power BI uh, reports from lists. Let's get into it, Daniel.
1: The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at MessageCenter.show for all of our episodes. So that, that, was, that was an amazing pun. Wonderful. It's great, to, it's great to be back with you. I'm sorry I missed last week. And I think it's uh, you've queued up. I don't know how you did it, but we have some very interesting messages. So I appreciate the welcome back uh, celebration um and yes. some great topics for us to discuss this week
0: i think that that a number of our viewers are happy that you're back too um just based on viewership maybe it was because uh some people were tied up doing other things but maybe i'm just hard on myself we should just get into it man instead yes of all this let's let's
1: let's please get into it and the first up is a a doozy so yeah yeah
0: all right. Well, uh, I should have had it uh, up here and ready to go. This is uh, breakout functionality for Microsoft Teams. room. Microsoft Teams. It's MC247659. Yes, we have breakout rooms at the moment, um, but this introduces a few different things about how breakout rooms are managed. Now, Daniel, I want you to think with me um, at the moment. In an education space, that's probably the heaviest users of breakout rooms because <clears throat> They're running classrooms online frequently. They're looking to try and have more interaction uh, and breakout rooms are great for that. But there are some, some scenarios where you're in a breakout room or you're trying to use them within your classroom and um, you have to rejiggle the, the uh, assignments to the rooms. Uh, maybe you want to have a bit more control over um, how long these breakout rooms are used. Um, So first thing that um, is being introduced is persistent breakout rooms. And this is where um, it's going to be, of course, useful for more than just classrooms. But imagine being able to set the the assignments of people to a breakout room. And then when you come back um, to the main meeting room and you get pushed back over to your breakout rooms, um, that can persist not only for the meeting, but also for the recurring meeting. So can you see that actually working
1: quite well? I do um, the and being able to say, okay, your group um, is together. You're working on a project. You're working on whatever assignment. I mean, most certainly, and and have it persist. I think that's that is pro- that's coming directly from users saying we need this whether it's education Mm. whether it's business but you know teachers people who are facilitating uh, needing to not have to remember okay i gotta put this person this person you know in in the room so um so i think that is a great improvement it Mm. is something that i think we're gonna have to get used to because if you think about setting up a reoccurring meeting for maybe it's a a large group reoccurring meeting and you have a breakout rooms. <clears throat> you have to remember by default those rooms are going to be the same people every yeah, time. Yeah, and you might not want well, that,
0: right? So that's where this next thing comes in. That's mm-hmm. going to be
1: useful, right? Um,
0: yes, and that has been able to reassign people to the rooms, which you can do today, but you have to have the rooms closed. Mm-hmm. So I see this scenario and it will happen, whether it be in classrooms or in in business as well, where um, you're you've got the breakout room started and you're like, oh, can I be reassigned or I I should have been with the other group? You can't do it while the rooms are in play. Uh, But with this update, you'll be able to reassign participants uh, to the different rooms. So um, one thing about breakout rooms is um, today you would have to set them up at the beginning of each meeting. You can't pre-assign them. That's something that's coming too. But but having this recurring meeting means that you've got a good starting point and you can just shuffle a few people with this other feature. The last feature, Daniel, is quite useful too. Uh, think about when you're trying to run a um, hackathon or breakout rooms are, are being used. What do you have to do today if you wanted to say, okay, everyone – um we're going to be uh, finishing up soon and get into the main room what do, you, what do you need to do
1: you have to send messages into the rooms yeah and so the people that are in there have to see it and have to be pay, paying attention in the chat um i actually ran into this with a company meeting uh, last week or the week before and when we all ca- got zapped back into the main room together there were people that were like wait i was just talking you know, in their room, they weren't paying attention to the notices of mm-hmm. "Hey, you've got ten minutes. You've got five minutes. You've got one minute," and they just kept talking, talking. And then all of a sudden, they're no, they're not talking to anybody. They're all back in the same room. But so this feature here, I think, is fantastic and kind of fixes that that issue of yeah. not knowing unless you're watching the chat.
0: Yeah. So it, it's also well, it's going to give you a countdown starting at sixty. But I did notice, and we talked about this during our Clubhouse session this week, but I hadn't looked at the message that closely. After looking at it closer, there is a setting where you can give people the choice to either return to the main meeting room or drop off the meeting altogether. Maybe you're finishing off with a breakout activity and then that's it. But um, this will actually help also for those people who want to just finish their sentence and then come back to the meeting room that when that timer elapses and you've given people the choice, there's a little bar and a button that says you can return. Anyway, there's there's a lot to look at there, and it's going to be you know vast improvements to the breakout experience. And I do encourage people to, to use that more often, especially in online meetings, to make it more uh, fun and interactive. Um, so that's rolling out mid-April and should be complete late April.
1: Wonderful. I think the next message is mine. <clears throat> so I want to run with it. Indeed. This one is new PowerPoint live presentation option with desktop and window sharing. Okay. MC247826. What in the world is this message and what's going on with this thing? All right. So this is mid-April through mid-May is the rollout. I uh, really should have just called this new standout mode, um, in my opinion, uh, because mm. that's what this message is about. The option, it says new PowerPoint live presentation option. Well, the new option is new standout mode. And this is if you're using the Teams desktop, desktop app, then you'll be able to show yourself your video, on top of, superimposed on top of, your PowerPoint content. Um, I've seen people doing this before this functionality was even introduced, Mm. utilizing third-party software um, to, you know, virtual cameras and all this kind of stuff. But this will be, you know, first party in Teams being able to say, I want to, and you can see it there, those on the video uh, broadcast here there's going to be a a button that they're calling the standout icon which mm. is a rectangle within a rectangle with a little person in the corner um, <laughs> and you could select that and that will do and it's the same technology that does the blur you know for your team's video for your virtual backgrounds it recognizes you in the background uh, behind you and it can it, uh, exclude the background so that's all it's doing it's taking you and then superimposing it on top of your uh powerpoint slides Mm -hmm. i will say daryl and this may be controversial so hold on hold on to your seat i don't like it i don't like it at all i i really don't i think it's it's uh weird it's it reminds me of something from star trek for some reason i don't know why but it just it just it's like why why do i need to see a silhouette like the person sitting there in front of a screen of the powerpoint number one it 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 just doesn't make sense to me why you would want to do that uh i want to see the powerpoint i don't want to see you in front of it i don't know uh, mm. and then the second thing is when you create your content, you're going to have to keep this in mind. If this is the functionality you're yeah. going to want to use, you are losing a huge portion of your screen that you can't use anymore. You you will not be able to utilize that space because you're going to cover it up. Uh, why? 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 I, um, I just don't get it. I, 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 I do kind of get it. Yeah. I get, it. Oh, I want to show my expressions, you know? Okay, fine. I get it that but I just, I don't like it. I will, I will
0: never use it. Um, one one thing that I, I want to see, and it really isn't hinted too much from the message, is uh, is there only one option? You know, do you just use that corner and that's it? Because as you say, you'll have to plan your content around it, and you know that might mean that you end up uh, only using one of the two columns for a typical comparison slide, where it has usually two columns of content. Um, can you turn it on and off? while you are presenting. So if you go to full screen mode and um, you're presenting and maybe a section slide, that's okay to overlap and say, look, here we are, and we're off to the next section. But if I wanted to turn it off partway through the presentation so that you could focus on just the content on the slide, how easy is that? Um, Yeah, you will be able to turn
1: it off. It says presenter will be able to easily enable or disable the video feed during the live presentation. So you will be able to in the bar at the top, be able to, let me just click that. Uh, So you'll be able to turn it off um, at the top, you know, which is right next to the people and the chat and raise your hand. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you'll be able to turn it off quickly. It's just, if you don't plan ahead, you're going to be turning it off a whole lot. If, Oh wait, there's a graph that that'll be distracting too right i, I, I i'm sure <laughs> well, you, you don't like it already so I, I just don't see the point i mean yeah. i i think it's one of those things that someone else did you know the technology's out there and they're like oh we need to do this but do you i mean it's going to be cute it's kind of like backgrounds i frankly i don't like backgrounds either i mean i get it if you are in a workspace and you want to blur it fine but don't show me a beach bl- background and don't show me a coffee shop <laughs> it's just annoying it to me it's distracting i'm sitting there looking at your background is that cool like oh you're on the on the bridge of the enterprise oh wow you know that's cool it doesn't do it for me i don't like it so anyway i just don't yeah. know if i'm going to use this and uh so for those that you that want to give it a try I mean, I think a vast majority will give it a try and then they're not going to use it ever again. But that's just my opinion. Mid-April through mid-May. Daryl, wow. I've talked enough about that and that wasn't even the, the uh, message I want to get on the soapbox about. So,
0: wow. Yeah, but you kind of yammered on about that one, didn't you? But Yeah, and like I say this, um, it's a little known uh, fact about the word Yammer, which is a product name. It also means to whine and complain. Just thought I'd put it out there. <laughs> um, and so, this next message. Where's my about, button? to turn Daryl uh, off. I, I've got a have Re- one of those. <clears throat> Yammer essential announcements. Not just announcements; they're essential announcements. Why are they essential? Because we really, really want you to receive them. MC two four eight zero zero four. Announcements within uh, within Yammer communities allow you to make a post as a community admin, and it sends out an email as well. And so it's it's trying to ensure that people get that important message uh, that you're sending to the community. But something overrides that. If you have set your notifications so that you don't receive email notifications from Yammer at all, you will not receive it. Now, that's not a great um, uh, thing for you, for you to contend with. If you're trying to help your organisation to adopt Yammer, um, and you know, I would say you also should be making sure that your admins aren't overusing this feature. But the the update here will uh, mean that you can mark a announcement so that it is essential and that it will be sent to people via email and appear as the announcement in Yammer, um, and it will do that regardless of in an in email notification setting, um, that's really the the crux of it. I see the point of of why you might need to use it, um, but I think it's it's about you know coaching your community admins to to use announcements with with a bit of caution anyway. Just not all the time, uh, not to spam a whole lot of people and annoy them, but to use announcements in, in the correct way. So that it, as Daniel was showing there, it was a tick box that when you are posting that you can say notify the members by email, and that will override that notification settings that they may have set. Uh, So that is going to be available rolling out in April and expect to be complete uh, rollout by late May. Um, And Daniel, um, let's turn our attention now towards Power BI. Um, Mm -hmm. What is happening with Power BI in this very time?
1: Yes, quick create, easily create Power BI reports from list this is MC248201. When I first saw this, when it was presented to me, I was excited because this brings the business analytics, this, this BI tool to the masses. Now, we'll get into the licensing and everything here in a minute. But I, when I saw this, I was very excited about it um, a few months back. So this is targeted early May. Standard late May to early June is the rollout. Uh, So this is, we're getting a new feature in the relatively new integrate menu, which is the menu that Daryl talked about last week's, uh, in last week's episode, 188. The, a new option for Power BI and Power BI will auto-generate a report for us uh, for this SharePoint list. It'll be a basic report, yes, but you can go into edit mode and customize it uh, the way you know you can any report. Uh, you'll be able. You will need uh, an appropriate Power BI license. So, for instance, Power BI Pro uh, to be able to create a report and publish it, meaning publish to the Power BI online service. Right. Unlicensed users who try this will be prompted to sign up for a 60-day trial if they attempt ah. to view a published report by, that's been posted by, by someone else, if they attempt to save a report that they've generated themselves, or they, if they try to go and do the edit um, report you know, in, beyond the basic that was created. So uh, if you've turned off that feature allowing people to sign up, then they'll get an error message Um, users with a power bi free license uh, can use the functionality to visualize your list data so it's not that you and you can sign everybody up in your organization with a free license Uh, so they'll be able to you know utilize this functionality to just visualize the data but they won't be able to publish it for anyone else to see they won't be able to save it or edit you know um, the the content to make it Uh, spiffy so uh, like i said some gotchas like i said was users will see the menu even if you turn off um, the feature so if you say i don't want to use power bi with my sharepoint list then and that is outlined in this uh, uh, post this message but if you do that then they will still see it And when they click on it, they'll get an error, which I think is kind of odd. Also, it only supports basic uh, column types in SharePoint. So multi-select, location columns, people, those type of columns are not supported with this. So, Okay, so we covered all the gotchas. I still think it's a really cool feature that you know, if you're keeping on a lot of list data to be able to just visualize it on the fly right there, you know, and let Power BI generate it for you. you, Mm. What do you think, Daryl? Does that sound nifty? Well, I think, yeah, it does. And I think the,
0: um, the hooks there to encourage you to buy the license uh, are appropriately left there like breadcrumbs. Because if you put the work in and you create this great list and you want to visualize that data and then you want to share it with your team or with, with um, your department or across the organization. That's, that's really where the power of being able to, you know, use these tools are. Um, it's one thing for me to use it to check it out and make decisions, but I want to share those decision points with people. So I think yeah, that's going to be useful.
1: I do too. So I'm I'm looking forward to being able to play with that. Uh, Daryl, we have to talk about some more PowerPoint wonderfulness, right? Yeah, yeah, um, no, that's right. The, I'm, I'm. It's kind of nice to see, you know, more messages other than just Teams that we cover. So.
0: That's true. Well, it still relates to Teams. Um, and you know, if you if you glanced through your message list this week, uh, this past week and you saw this and you thought, am I seeing double? Uh, it appeared to be. What? What's going on with PowerPoint Live? Are they really pushing stuff out there? Uh, this is about presenting to teams from power, the PowerPoint web app, MC247656. Uh, this is where uh, if you are wanting to leverage PowerPoint Live, which lets people view from their phones and lets you you know, pop in reactions and all sorts of other things, Um, It's another way to um, share the PowerPoint uh, from the open PowerPoint up into Teams. Now, I initially looked at this and thought, I probably just will continue to do it the the usual way I do. I open up Teams, I go to share my content, I've got my PowerPoint ready to to display. Why would I I click this new button that, uh, Daniel, if you might just show it in full screen, there's, there's a, a new button called Present in Teams. Um, so that, if you have a current Teams meeting running, will actually take that PowerPoint, share it to the, um, the share tray or the shared content uh, as you're presenting, and then it's going to be using PowerPoint Live, PowerPoint Online, and uh, give you some of these uh, additional interactive features. Uh, so that's... That's the key thing about it. It's It's been able to launch into the interactive mode. Now, yeah, the main thing that you have to have going in terms of requirements, um, you do need to install the Teams desktop app. So while this is about PowerPoint Live and the PowerPoint web app, that is where it's going to be um, leveraged in the Teams uh, uh, desktop app. Um, the files that you're presenting, the PowerPoints, must be stored in either OneDrive or SharePoint. and You, as a presenter, need to also have a current meeting or call going before you can use the present to Teams button. Um, So that is going to be rolling out in early May and complete mid-May. And again, like with this other PowerPoint feature that's there called standout mode, try it out. See uh, if it's going to help you inject some more interactivity and engagement uh, in your Teams meetings.
1: Meetings that you could have an ID for,
0: right?
1: Yeah, if that's one way you want to join. So, this next message Teams, join a meeting with digital meeting ID. This is MC248395. Okay, people, those of you that have been, have used Skype for Business or other tools, you'll find this feature very familiar. Teams meetings are now getting meeting IDs. And some would ask, well, why, why is this important? Why, why do we need to do this? And I will say I have had several opportunities of I need to share, join information with someone, but I can't get them like they're it, it just more complicated for them to get an email with a link or, or a message. And for instance, you're on the phone with someone and okay, how, how am I supposed to talk them through joining a meeting? Like they, I need, I need you to join now. Well, yeah. maybe they, they don't know how, okay. I can send you an email and you're gonna have to wait for you to receive it. Or you just go into Teams, say, join via a meeting ID. Here's the ID. Boom. You've joined. It's as simple as that. So uh, I'll show you. A couple of images here on the screen showing uh, the functionality. First of all, the meeting will have uh, it'll show you can join by link or you can join with this meeting ID. So it's going to have it there in the message when you receive the meeting invite. So everybody will have that. And then let's show this one, which is a screenshot of I'm in Teams, I'm on my calendar. And I can say, I want to join a meeting by code and just type in the code, click join meeting. I don't need the link. I don't need to know when it is, who scheduled it, whatever. I can just join. Now, this does respect your permission. So this is not going to, you know, all of your permissions about who gets to join, who gets to come in via, you know, and skip the lobby, who gets to present. All of those settings stay the same. This is just another way for someone to be able to join uh, join in on the meeting. Uh, so I think it's appropriate that it's underneath the Meet Now
0: button mm-hmm. because that really feels like the scenario that this would be used. Mm-hmm. Like you say, you're trying to meet now and you're not going to read out this awkwardly long <laughs> URL to try and right. get people to join.
1: You might, so uh, we haven't talked about this in a while, but uh, just because it says the same stinking thing on every message, you might want to notify your users about this new capability and update your documentation, but only as appropriate. Uh, so this is rolling out early May to late May. So I'm, you know, this is, this is not one of those huge, oh my goodness, well, this feature is going to revolutionize the the meeting landscape. No, it's not. But I think it's going to be very useful. I think a lot of people will find uh, find it having an impact on on how they you know do the work. Uh, every day, maybe not. But I think every once in a while it's going to be very important, <laughs> right? Yeah, looking, so. looking at the code, um,
0: my piece of feedback would be if they used alphanumeric, then they wouldn't have to have so many digits to read.
1: Yes, but then you me. get into the whole, is that an I or is that a one? Is that a zero? Is that an O? is that a two is that a z or Z? It, you get in all of those kind of things no they're all numbers i like it i like okay. it i like it i like it all right daryl uh yes sir let's get to some quick mentions and see if we can actually do quick um, well
0: the, the the name of the first one suggests we should zip through it quickly. zip through it um yep so zip file partial downloads will no longer be available MC247658, you say, what? Say, what? Um, If you stored a zip file in SharePoint online or OneDrive, um, the file viewer allowed you to open up the zip file and see the contents within the zip file. And uh, to be honest, I don't store zip files in, in either of those places, but if you did, you could use that to open it up. You could go further than that and also choose to download the item once it has been opened up within the viewer. Well, that's going to be removed as a, as a capability. So starting May 2021, doesn't really say the exact date, just early May, that will be retired. Uh, that's all we've got to say about that. I mean, it, maybe it was a useful thing, um, but yeah, it's it's sort of
1: not I, going to be used anymore. Yeah, we talked about this in the Clubhouse meeting this past week. It, it is, it, I, could fi- I could think of, you know, if people have found this out, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they're storing zip files of, um, you know grouping up uh, some backups or something and storing them that way and then they've been using this oh i need one file out of that zip i, I don't know uh, so just be aware that that is something that is changing uh, another thing we discussed this week in the clubhouse was teams for your personal life banners it's a very interesting <laughs> title mc two four seven eight two. Five, and so all this is on your mobile device and Teams, you have an activity feed. What Teams is going to start doing is notifying users that they can add their personal Microsoft account into Teams mobile as well as their organizational account. We talked about this functionality coming out. Now, Teams is going to let all your users know they can do it as well. Um, So this is end of April and going through End of December. That's a very wow. long lead time. So I don't know if that December is the right month. But if so, they're taking a really long time to roll this out.
0: Well, does that just mean the duration of when they're going to be promoting this banner? Then it's are going to stop at the end of the year.
1: It, it does not say. That is a great question, Daryl. It does not say. Um, you can turn off banners. So I don't want to do this banner thing. But you have to open up a help ticket with microsoft to do it there's no setting you have to open a anyway um if you've disabled the personal account functionality altogether then this banner won't be shown either so um the help ticket bit was the head scratcher on this one so Mm. anyway yep uh, my last
0: one there is, is Outlook on the web and the new calendar board view. Now, we are making it a quick mention. It could be worth a deep dive, and I know I've seen a, a few interesting videos there, but uh, around the uh, calendar boards, so just a, another way of being able to uh, organize your day and organize the the tasks and content um, that you might be managing to, to keep on top of your day. This is MC2484284. Interesting thing with the numbers. Um, but yeah, this, this, and it's coming out in mid-April, but you see, Daniel, look at the size of that GIF. That's crazy. Um, and it's probably not the, the best quality as well. But when, when you go to look at your calendar and you, you've got your day, week, month view, you can create a board. And this board will allow you to add um, your calendar, um, other tiles or calendars of other people, tasks, Um, to-do items, uh, a a goal, uh, multiple different things that you can add to the space that will help you to at a glance take a look at it and go that's my plan for the day, that's my plan for the week. So it does look interesting um, and that is available in Outlook on the web. We don't know when it might come to Outlook on the desktop um, but targeted release it's rolling out mid-April, expected to roll out to Late May and standard release will start to see it late May going through to late June. That really, uh, Daniel.
1: That really uh, reminds me of something, and I can't remember the functionality. What? It's something else. It's some other type of technology, Microsoft technology that they. I I just can't remember. Was it? Was it the um,
0: fluid? It was a fluid space that kind of looked like that
1: yeah i think i don't know about the name but i mean it, that's what it was it looked like that you could bring all this different stuff in and people were like, oh
0: outlook spaces spaces. Outlook spaces yes
1: that's exactly what it is hmm. okay so um that was our lightning round of quick mentions we have one more for you and uh, we're only a couple minutes over so i think we're doing pretty well um the last thing we have for you is improved person columns in microsoft list this is our callback uh segment this was mc244060 and it was published in march so we're just going to dive right in this is just the enhanced people experience with a in a people column in a sharepoint list so we're just going to dive in and show um i've got a, a list this is in sharepoint but of course this could be a microsoft list as well and uh i have you can this isn't assigned to but it's a a people column i just created and daryl watched me do it before we kicked off the show so i just did it so you can add um straight away people here into um into this wonderful space um and um it's awesome so you see their uh it's enhanced so you can see their people their their picture i mean so you can Um, get a better experience. Now, this one is a singular, but you can, you know, of course, have people columns that have multiple uh, selections. But yeah, um, pretty slick. Being able to... And
0: that's in in your demo tenant. Um, Whereas I think within a larger organization or somewhere where there's sort of lively content, um, not to say your content isn't lively, Daniel, but um, it is going to suggest people within that people picker based on the Microsoft graph, I think is what we covered off when we talked about this. So it should make it easier for you to pick the people that, that are are likely to be related to the list.
1: Yes. And what I really, really like about this is this, when I'm showing this, this people card, it it gives you that experience. So, uh, Mm. you know, that full experience of uh, this is assigned you know, here's a a message or an item that's assigned to Shafina. I want, I need to send her an email and, and, or send her a message. And or I want to send Daniel a message about this thing. I could do it right here. And it's so much easier than having a link that links off to their delve profile and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Anyway, that is our callback for this week thank right. you for having me back daryl not kicking me off the show uh because i missed a, a week i appreciate that
0: no it's good to see that you're feeling better and i know it's uh you you'll heal up but um yes it just wasn't the same without you
1: I, I might have been even been better so thank you everybody thank you everyone in the chat appreciate you um, uh, being part of the show make sure everyone before you end watching this on youtube you click the bell down there you click the thumbs up and you click the subscribe button Uh, if you're listening to this podcast then make sure you subscribe to this podcast and whatever service you're using whether that's on apple or google play uh, whether that's um on any of your device iTunes any of your devices any of the websites that you're using to subscribe Spotify whatever uh, make sure you subscribe so you get all of the um, new episodes and get uh, get those downloaded automatically Uh, and then we'll be having a new another clubhouse this week right Daryl yeah that's for sure Um,
0: and those have been good thanks for David and couple of other people that were joined that were, were new last week so it's you know a good conversation we do frequently get people up on the stage if you can call it that and we, we talk out things david uh lavelle i think it's his surname, uh or crush networks um yeah he, he actually tried some stuff live um out with us, so sure we can't see each other's screens, but we talk through what we, what we saw, and he tried some things out, so that was cool.
1: Yeah, and, we, and we'd like for you to come and join us. Uh, so we have invites. So if you're not on Clubhouse but you have an iPad or you have an iPhone, yeah. then please let us know. Ping us on Twitter, on LinkedIn, um, on Facebook. Say hey, I need an invite for Clubhouse. We can get you an invite. I've because- got eight. Well, the club has over 20. So we've got plenty of invites that we can give out to people to join the club, which gets you into clubhouse. Uh, So, yeah, ping us. We'd love for you to join that. And again, it's not us talking to you just like this. It's us all talking and discovering and um, really just um, having a good time. So that's coming up this Thursday evening, central U.S. time and Friday lunch time for those in uh Auckland New Zealand right. well that is our show this week episode 189 thank you so much for joining us and we'll catch you uh on Thursday bye for now see ya